When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into running it straight for another Wednesday. Sammy Hewitt sitting in alongside Kempi as we take you through until four o'clock talking rugby league, rugby league, and more rugby league in the NRL with a fo- uh, focus on the Warriors. Um, coming up today, we've got a very special guest on the line to Mighty Martin, who has just come out of surgery, Kempi, a couple of days ago. He said he'd lay off the tramadols for the afternoon just so he can get coherent <laughs> for us. Looking forward to chatting to him and. Um, just ask him about the, I guess, the transition back over to the Warriors and how that's played out. Obviously, not ideal for him now. That he's going to spend a significant stint on the sidelines, but um, very interested to see uh, to, to hear about Tamati's experience through the through preseason and the first few rounds this year in the NRL. Uh, we will also talk through this weekend's, uh, well, not this weekend, this Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday's Anzac game between the Warriors and the Melbourne Storm. We'll have a look at some of the NRL games over the weekend as well. As always, your text on double eight double three, or you can call us 0800 150. We would love to uh, have you involved in the program, but we always have a look back after a couple of days to just sit back and assess Kempe, uh, the game from the weekend on Saturday night between the Warriors and the Cowboys. 22 points to 14, the Warriors get up over the Cowboys. Um, a pretty impressive display, especially defensively from the Warriors. Um, a game that probably in the past they, they, they would have lost, different in 2023. Yeah, look, it wasn't the prettiest of games, Sam. You know, the, the amount of errors that were... Uh that were handed up by both sides it wasn't for good viewing, but the like you just touched on, the most impressive part of the game was the 17 missed tackles that kept them in the game. I thought on the edges, both uh, Sean and and Dills Walker, who actually played played in the in the five eight role, three at three and defender, defended oh, stoutly. I've got to say the amount of um, traffic they had thrown at them, they they just repelled it set after set, and it kept them in the game. And you know their attack said it all when they never had the ball, they never had the, the momentum, the shifts or anything like that, yet when they got a chance on the back of a piggyback generally, which was what the Cowboys were doing, they went down and they, they scored points and put 20-odd 20, 20 points past them. And for a Cowboys side that uh, has the same shape and, and, and staff as they did last year, it's got to be very disappointing for Todd Payton to go seven rounds um, for five and two. Um, that's five losses and two wins, mm. and and be in a position where he's right down the back end of the table. Because I I thought after last year and and how he'd kept all the stock together that they'd be pushing at least for top four this time of the year. So um, the Warriors, though, on the other hand, they're starting to they're starting to emulate uh, a finals looking team. You know what I mean? They they're digging in, they're, they're playing for each other, and I, I just love the conversations that we had with um, Andrew Webster on Monday morning. You know, just saying we know we made a lot of errors. It wasn't a, a pretty game. Um, but we'll, we'll readdress it and just continually for for the rest of the year keep working on our defence because, it, as we know, it's defence that wins finals. And uh, two points is two points, Kempi. Uh, the last time the Warriors went five and two, coincidentally, 2002. Remember what happened back then? Well, you know, it's round, what is it, round eight, okay? Coming and into round eight, yep. I've got a, I've got a um, sneaky um, feeling that this team's going to sneak into the eight. I think, you know, it does feel like 2001, the way that defensively they've just come out and won games that they shouldn't have won and, they, and, they're, and they're playing for each other, which is really refreshing. 
you know, you don't matter who you put out there on the side. Uh, I think they're carrying, they're the third worst team for injuries at the moment. The Bulldogs, obviously, the top with 11 injuries. The Warriors and a number of other teams are carrying seven each. Yep. But it's not the injuries, it's the players that have been injured that um, have been replaced by players that have had to step in and do a, do a number for, for the Warriors team. And, and each one that have stepped up to that um, position that has to be covered has actually gone out there and done a really, really good job. So that must be a really refreshing um, part of, of Andrew Webster's campaign so far, knowing that he can call on players coming through the grades to go out there and get the job done for him. I'm surprised, Kempe, um, that you, when you're talking about your highlights from Saturday, um, of all the things that happened over the 80 minutes, I'm surprised that this wasn't uh, your highlight. <laughs> Starting on the 40, the Warriors. The tap from Montoya, and it's dropped by Jackson Ford right off the restart. And the Cowboys are patting each other on the back and licking each other's, well, licking not each other's lips, but licking their own lips. And I tell you what, they didn't even is have that, to is do that anything. The, is that on the Christmas? They didn't is even, that on the Christmas? Oh, it will be. They didn't even have to do anything. They just watched Jackson Ford. Can r- someone r- turn r- the lights r- off? Sammy's gone red. Walk right into that. Oh, it was a highlight, Sammy. I've been so well, Kempi, as 12 months era free. Uh, and here we are, just got to me. It had to get to me at some it was, stage. Yeah, it was but, nearly uh, as good as your clock call. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, Kempi, the, the thing that um, I think impresses me the most um, after the after the performance was that every game we're seeing just a little bit of something different from the Warriors. So you saw in the game um, against the Sharks where they get in a hole. You know, they're 20 points down. They, they fight their way out of it. You saw in a game against the Cowboys, they don't have possession. They're on their line. They're defending strong. They make errors. They win the game. We've seen games where they have, um, you know, managed to hold off for the element. So what's impressing me the most is the fact that from game to game we're seeing different sides of the Warriors in different situations and they're handling them, uh, handling them perfectly. Look, one of the things that Andrew Webster's brought back to the club, and I'm pretty sure that he would have got this from Ivan because Ivan learnt it when the Warriors went through that run um, back in the early 2000s, is that the first thing you have to get right is your fitness. All right, you have to have a fit team that can operate under fatigue and do things consistently through the off season, through through getting ready for the season where they go out there during the season and and they're not going to be caught out. And we've seen a leaner side, we've seen a team that plays for eighty minutes, and we've seen a team like the Cowboys were last year in the same situation, pull off miraculous yeah. wins like Cronulla against Cronulla. Um, because they had, you know, and Todd Payton, they had a documentary about Todd Payton doing this on that hill up in Townsville where he got them fit. Now, don't take away the amount of work that Andrew Webster's put in them in the off-season. The first thing he's got right is their fitness. And we've always known that if you've got a Kiwi team uh, with the talent that we have, if they're fit, then they are dangerous. And all of the good pundits are picking that. You know, you've got people in the in Australia saying, if we come against the, the Warriors and you don't show up to play, they're going to give you a lesson. And the Warriors have done that so far this year. So, you know, now that you're eight rounds into the competition and you're working out where the competition's going, look, I think there's other factors, Sam, we can talk about that. But at the moment, I I see a resilient Warriors side that has been coached really well and who are fit. And they want to play for each other, which makes a hell of a difference. So um, I'll tell you now, if they they come up against sides, whether they're home and away, because I think they're resilient while they're away because they've been living overseas for the last two years, Mm -hmm. um, they're going to surprise a few teams. And by saying that, with the way the competition's going, where it's four points split and one and 15, they could easily end 
end up in the eight, but quite easily end up in the yep. four. No, I totally take your point there. Um, let's hope one of the teams they do upset is the Melbourne Storm on Tuesday. We're going to talk about that game after 3.30 uh, as well as some of the other big games this weekend. But we do have Tamati Martin coming up very, very shortly. We're going to uh, take a break. If you want to send some questions in, double eight, double three. just before we do that though, Kempi, um, I just want to ask you so that listeners get a sense of, of what we're talking to. What, what what are you keen to hear from Tamati Martin, who obviously has, uh, is spending a lengthy stint on the sidelines. He's just gone through surgery. Um, but what are you interested to hear from Tamati yeah, look, I think the real um, question I want to ask him about is leadership, you know what I mean? Because he's had to step up on a, on a number of occasions, uh, especially defensively, and make some really big defensive decisions and tidy up the edges which have always let us down over the last three or four years. So, you know, you've got the likes of Norcore and um, forward there, Mitch Barnett. They have all been injured and he was in the side at the time. What was that? What does that leadership look like? But what does it look like with Sean Johnson being there? You know what I mean? Because Sean Johnson, to me, it looks like he's finally he's finally understanding what it means to manage a game. And as we saw on the weekend, even even when they were repelling them set after set, he goes down the other end of the field and he throws a nice little safe short ball for Curran to go over. Mm. You know what I mean? He throws that nice little chip through, bounces back, gives it straight to Dills Walker. Doesn't he's he's now seen things that um, a, a patient game manager see so I want to see what, how tomorrow feels behind that yeah do you know it's interesting you saying that I feel like in, an, in a funny way Sean's playing without thinking I know he's playing smarter and he's managing the game better but it's almost like he's not overthinking it and even just that play that was almost reactive wasn't it instinctive as opposed to a Sean in the past who seems like he was he was thinking too much about doing something, you know, in a particular way, and that was sort of his undoing. Yeah, look, I, look, I don't think you take away from the players that he's got around him. I think it makes him feel comfortable, so yeah. that he can just play what he sees in front of him, knowing that he's not going to be let down. That defensive display from Sean Johnson, I haven't said this at all this week. That def- defensive display from Sean Johnson, when I was watching it in the box with you, is the best defensive game I've seen from him for four or five years. No missed tackles in that game for Sean Johnson. I think he made sixteen or seventeen with no missed tackles, which is pretty good for a half, um, especially with some of those forwards coming at him from the Cowboys. Um, we will take a break. Uh, to Mighty Martin is going to be on the line when we come back like I said any questions for him double eight double three to Mighty Martin coming up after this